You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hey, hello, and welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Group, where I plan produce and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. We talk about growth, we talk about apps, we talk about growing your app audience, but we sort of stay a bit focused on mobile because it is mobile presence, but we are also in 2019 and you have to think beyond that, you know, push the boundaries, push the barriers, uh, push the envelope. And to do all of that and more, I couldn't think of anyone else better to talk about where mobile is going and also you know, bring us back to focus on that omni-channel nirvana we've been talking about for probably a decade. So my guest today is Jeff Hazen. Jeff, Jeff, I'll introduce you in a moment because you have a long track record in mobile. It's just great to have you, first of all, on the show. Um, welcome to Mobile Presence. Well, thank thank you, Peggy. We um, we were just talking about how how far we go back, and I I think it's absolutely two thousand seven or something like that. And and I, I could say the same when it's time to talk about these subjects. I'll, I'll call Peggy to um to to get smart. Um, so it's a pleasure to be able to co- compare notes again. Well, thanks, Jeff. I mean, I have to say exactly that. I mean, I remember, first of all, we'll talk about your book in a moment, your second book, um, and and all your work in mobile in just a moment. But uh, I was going to introduce you, I was going to say, you know, you know what, veteran marketer, strategist, uh, digital strategist, you're also a strategist in real life at Possible Mobile, which is a company. Let, let's start there, Jeff, what are you doing over there at Possible Mobile? 
Yeah, well, I um, I joined the company uh, a bit over two years ago, and um, this is um, no argument the preeminent app uh, development shop, uh, building apps such as mm-hmm. uh, the NBA and the NCAA tournament and JetBlue and CNN. And cool. what's fascinating to me is the um, the evolution. I mean, these are apps that not only need to be scalable. I mean, there's nothing bigger than the NCAA tournament and be able to, to provide opportunities to monetize and to drive advertising and dollars through those, those apps uh, and, and have them uh, you know, work as they're intended to is, is incredible. But um, I was hired as a strategist because obviously you and I have talked in the past, you know, it's one thing to get downloads, it's another thing to get re-engagement. You know? And you and I talk um, often about current um, situations versus working with, in old playbooks and and um, actually apps are growing there are there are some you know anti-app people out there with maybe some um, some motives but if you look at uh, you know the, the biggest studies that are being done um, apps still have a place but but as I learned in researching this book and just in the world that I live in on a day-to-day basis they are evolving oh absolutely I couldn't agree more um, you know apps are part of the toolkit. I know a lot of people have a problem. They say, well, you know, Android, there's so many flavors of it, so many versions of it. I have to keep it up. Why do I do this? And if you have to ask yourself that, I guess you have to ask yourself why you're in marketing because it's all about the consumer. And I'm sure you tell your clients uh, the same thing. You know, if, if your consumer is there, then you need to be there. And if they're on there and they are there, they're on websites, they're on apps. I'm, I'm just doing a lot of research into out of home. It's astounding. Yeah. The, the uh, conversion rate on out of home because it's really simple. There's no ad blocker out of home. You know, you are, and there's no viewability problem. You either see the sign or you don't. There's nothing, you know, nothing massive to measure there. But you've got the art of mobile persuasion. And we did have a show back when you brought that book out. Um, Great book, but you have a new one and you've called it the art of digital persuasion. And I'm just thinking as a layman, that's probably a huge signal to all of us that we're moving toward that omni-channel nirvana I was talking about. Is that what you're seeing? Because of course, you've been there, done that, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, I, actually, this is my third book. Um, oh, and, okay. and and to get us to, to, to the current day, just briefly. So in 2010, I wrote a book called Mobilized Marketing, which was an yeah. really an introduction to mobile, mobile marketing back in those days. And this was about driving sales engagement and loyalty through this new device and this new channel. And back at those times, uh, there was a lot of convincing or argument, not argument, but there was a lot of evidence that we needed to bring to bear to even get marketers and senior executives to consider the mobile channel as, as you and I talked about in those days, and I'm sure you remember. But by 2015, I wrote a second book called The Art of Mobile Persuasion. And the premise of that book is that the, the, the device had become so personal in the hands of a mobile user. The question was, is there an opportunity for a brand to get in on the action, so to speak, or, or was three a crowd? And I interviewed some of the world's great marketers for that book, uh, people like uh, senior leaders at ESPN and Expedia and Google and, um, and, and REI and folks like that talking about the, the changes in retail and the changes in travel. And that book, 
um, you know, had a, a level of success. I'm really proud of it. But as I was thinking about where the world has gone, uh, I thought about, so what happens now that we've, and I'm kind of joking here, nailed and understood and completely are maximizing the opportunities in mobile, what happens when we have uh, these new interfaces and technologies that have, um, have come to bear? Things like voice interfaces, things like augmented reality, uh, technologies like machine learning and artificial intelligence. So I decided to write the, the book called The Art of Digital Persuasion, and I wanted to ask uh, senior marketers, uh, mostly at uh, Fortune 50 and Fortune 100 companies, these questions. Um, given all these new technologies, where will we find our customers and prospects? Mm-hmm. And where do we want to lead them? Is there, is there, do we want to take them to a, to a voice interface? Do we, when do we want to keep them in mobile? When, do we, when is a, web, a website uh, appropriate? And, and further in that regard, what must they find when they get there for it to be a, uh, a, a satisfying or even better than satisfying experience? And then you know, how does all this innovation affect, affect the customer journey? And you know, we, we, you know, we've spent years and years trying to understand this from a digital perspective, but now we have new, uh, new stops along the way. There are ways that, that you and I are interacting with the world and with brands differently than we were in 2015. And then one of my favorite things that you and I have talked about, personalization. You know, I mean, mm. we, uh, I personally think that this is the North Star, the, the days when I won't get that meatball sandwich offer. Uh, because I'm a vegetarian that I, I'm sure you and I have talked about. But how do we deliver personalization on these new screens and these new interfaces and, uh, and also understand that they're going to be new technologies and interfaces right behind that? So that's a long answer to the question of um, how, how come a book that you've written in 2010 and 2015 um, needed to evolve? And personally, from a, di- from a marketer's perspective, how we – or I have seen, uh, you know, needing to broaden my view of how the world is working and, and work alongside data scientists and, and um, really be driven by data and understand these users in ways that we've never understood them before. Well, I mean, that in a nutshell is, is a perfect reason why we're going to explore all of those questions in just a moment because they are so pertinent. I'm glad you're addressing them in the book. I have to admit, I've only looked at excerpts, but now you've got me going. I'm going to go out and get it. I'm just curious, how would I uh, get it? How would the listener get this book? Yeah, this, this book is available on, on Amazon, actually uh, worldwide. Okay. Uh, and it is available both, both in, in paperback version and, and a Kindle version. So if one was so inclined to, uh, to, to take this next weekend and say, hey, I want to download this book and, and read it, I mean, it's, uh, it, it, it's something that I, um, I, I really um, surround myself with smart folks who have established best practices, who have um, asked themselves these questions and, and oftentimes have taken certain leaps uh, when it comes to usage and technology, and they haven't always succeeded, and they're, they're the first ones to tell you that that's not the case. Uh, you know, the SVP of marketing at Expedia said we need to acknowledge the fact that a lot of this is test, test and learn, and mm-hmm. uh, there are going to be some times when when ROI is going to be different. Uh, it's not all, all about driving 
sales. Sometimes what we need to do is to create uh, a, an experience for a consumer, see how that plays out, and either double down or, or decide prudently to abandon it. Yeah, absolutely. The experience in sort of marketing, the customer experience marketing is what I'm hearing a lot about now and other new terms. But uh, uh, what I love most about what you do, Jeff, is that you talk to the brands. So when we talk with you, we're getting a feel for the, what's going on really out there. There's a lot of books that sort of talk about things. And I go to conferences where people talk about things, you know, analysts analyzing more analysis. But this is going to be hard hitting, you know, down to earth, practical advice and some inside uh, look at what the brands are thinking about digital persuasion, personalization, loads of reasons, listeners, to come back. But we have to go to a break right now, so don't go away. We'll be right back. What if you had access to analytics from the most visited sites on the web? Think about real-time sales and signups from Amazon and Netflix, stats and engagement from Slack and HubSpot, all on one patented platform. That's Nacho Analytics. Nacho is perfect for details on your product design and development, instant for influencer info, and fantastic for real-time financial figures. Level the playing field today for your business with Nacho. What are you doing? All this nacho talk got me hungry. Level the playing field today for your business with nachoanalytics.com. Seriously? It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences, marketing on purpose. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. 
We're back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Seltz with Mobile Groove. And our guest today, Jeff Hazen, strategist at Possible Mobile, also three-time mobile author, writing books about mobile, and sharing all of your insights from your latest book today with us, Jeff. So right before the break, we were talking about the evolution of mobile and how that impacted your book. You need to have a different title. It's the art of digital persuasion as opposed to mobile persuasion. Talk to a lot of key companies to get the insights for your book as well. What were some of the, the maybe the surprising um, anecdotes or comments? Because, uh, you know, the first time, and I read your, your, your book, uh, Digital um, Mobile Persuasion, rather, um, you know, it was sort of, you thought the brands were further in some cases than they seemed to be in your book, but you have your finger on the pulse. What, what came around this time from your round of interviews and your insightful discussions? Well, uh, a, a lot of things. Uh, and wh what, I, uh, what I appreciated about these interviews uh, and Google, Microsoft, Amazon, Twitter, Expedia, ESPN, these are the leading digital companies or among the, uh, I, I want to say, if, if, if you were to put a, a, a grid out there and talk about the folks who are, who are doing the most, um, who have learned the most. Uh, so I, I interviewed uh, Ryan Spoon, who is the uh, head of the, the SVP of digital and content at ESPN. And mm -hmm. ESPN has had this really interesting uh, evolution uh, when it comes to mobile, when it comes to digital. And there was a time uh, when, uh, when ESPN was trying to create uh, an app or create an experience um, for everything, and, and actually, uh, to their um, to to their credit, admit that they, my word, overbuilt or overextended themselves. And you know, one example was the ESPN phone. If you remember the MVNO um, experience, where nobody really wanted an ESPN branded phone. But what I learned from Ryan Spoon at ESPN in in my interview here was something really important that's applicable to any size business. You know, he told me that quality over quantity is really what we need to look for. And he said that it's not, uh, it's not just about the development of, uh, uh, of a technology, but it's about the marketing of it. It's about the content that's created for it. And what he, what he said was what we need to do is concentrate on doing things in a fantastic way the word he mm -hmm. used fantastic way that that you know the the definition of that is creating a user experience where you know this cliche that we're delighting the user mm -hmm. um, he he uh leads an effort where there are different initiatives that happen in new channels uh, uh snapchat instagram um, how he uses voice technologies but his um his mandate or his, his, uh, his reason for being is not a scorecard where he could say, how many different ways can I interact with the consumers? His question is, how many different ways can I interact with consumers in a way that is fantastic and will provide value? And, and, and that's, that's the kind of lesson that, uh, that came out of these interviews. Uh, this isn't a book that is overly technical. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm not going to explain to you the API that you need to uh, to provide you know artificial intelligence uh, in your experience with users. This is more about the the questions that marketers 
should be asking, uh, and my wife continues to be my target audience. She's a VP of marketing at a, a financial services company. So how do you, with this even uh, broader menu of options, how do you determine how fast to go? Uh, what do you do first? What does success look like? Uh, and uh, as I'm sure you, you uh, can, can think, uh, think about, um, this really has to do with understanding your consumers and a lot of what we've talked about in the past, which is following basic marketing principles about uh, you know, doing things that matter to your audience as opposed to doing things that are going to uh, maybe create a little bit of buzz, um, but not really move the, the needle and the important KPIs that hopefully you've established and are doing everything you can to, to reach. You know, when you talk about where we are with marketing, it's one thing, a fantastic experience. I wonder if there are any com key components of that because I have to admit, I was a little bit lukewarm about voice activation, voice control. I thought, oh, get a skill in Amazon, that's sort of hype. But now the more I hear about it, it looks like it's going to be the next big problem that marketers need to deal with. And also app marketers, because it was like, oh, well, keywords, you know, that's what we search for. But what happens when bots are searching? So, you know, it changes the dynamics a lot. Did you hear about that when you were doing your interviews, that that's sort of like the next thing that marketers are going to have to deal with. It was hard enough to convince people. Now we've got to convince their, you know, their servants, their bots, their yeah. representatives. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I was fortunate to uh, be able to interview uh, Dave Ispitsky, who is the chief evangelist for Alexa at Amazon. Uh, and, and he is, um, he, he's one of those who, um, like many folks who I talked to, Jason Spiro at Google, they're not about hype. They're not suggesting that their solution is the end all. So I learned a lot of different things from Dave. Among those, how um, he thinks uh, that, uh, that, that voice brings us back to the way we used to be where, where we're in a conversation, you know, and, and some important questions like, so what's the voice, what's the voice of your brand? What, what are you supposed to sound like? What are you supposed to act like? What's the personality? And it's not necessarily if you're fortunate enough to be a big enough brand where you have a, a voice uh, in, let's say, traditional media. You can just bring that along uh, when it comes to, uh, to, to taking it onto these voice interfaces. And, and this is about um, solving problems and understanding needs. And, and when it comes to categories like travel, uh, Dave was suggesting that the voice experience needs to be something that's more of a concierge kind of mm -hmm. um, kind of experience, personal for sure. Uh, you know, I I know that you and I are sitting in different parts of the world right now, and I'd love to explore a, a lot more of, of what's out there. But there are certain you know regions and certain places that I that I um, would tend to be more interested in than others, and and I continue to be frustrated by the lack of personalization in just in general. And I am a gold member of a, an airline. I have been for 19 years. And I probably told you this story because it's kind of my, one of my, my common or my, my frustrations that I, I voice pretty often. The, they don't market to me like they know me, even though they mm -hmm. know that I, um, every dollar that I've spent, every time that I've gone to Hawaii, how few times I've gone to Mexico, which is zero. And it's not because I don't like Mexico. It's just not, that's not my thing. Um, so 
the experience on voice um, follows that that pattern, or we should be understanding that um, that there's a level of, per of personalization that needs to come to it. I, I have five um, five Amazon devices and one Google Home in my house, and, and a, a lot of the reason that I do that is, as Dave said, we need to understand these technologies as marketers, and we need to touch them and feel them and get frustrated by them and succeed with them. But I use them in basic ways that really aren't brand friendly. Uh, I, I do things like, what, what's the score of the Laker game? Or uh, my wife is in uh, is traveling and I wanted to know what the weather was in the city that she's in. I mean, this, this is kind of basic functionality. What we need to do is to create experiences where there's value um, for, for a brand to be on that platform. And one basic question is, is does, this, does your category, do your users, um, would they get something out of interacting with you that way? And, and nobody, including Dave, says abandon what you're doing. This stuff is often additive. Uh, you know, I, I, um, I remember the, the, uh, the quote from um, the Scott Emmons who led the innovation lab at Neiman Marcus um, for over a decade. And he told me that he was asked once, is, is mobile going away? And he thought it was the most preposterous question to ever pose to him. Um, the, these are um, technologies that, I, like I said, are additive, but you can't add them all in one, in one fell swoop. Or as Ryan Spoon says, um, you know, qu uh, quality uh, control will, will get you if, you if you just do that in a haphazard way. I'm wondering where, you know, I understand how we're focused on engagement marketing and experience marketing, making things fantastic. But that seems to me to be a little bit further in the funnel than just the initial acquisition. And I'm wondering, did your, did your interviewees, did they point out something different about where we're gonna find our prospects in the future and start this conversation? We have a lot of rules of engagement once we kick off the conversation, but if it's omni-channel, and uh, increasingly complex, where do we find our customers? Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I flat out asked that question. And, and, and I spoke to uh, 12 or 15 people, but I'll go back to R Ryan Spoon because I remember the, you know, the CSPN executive uh, answering this question r really succinctly. So I asked him, do you go to audiences or do you create audiences? And, and he said, it's both. And he said there are certain certain times when you're going to get in early and do some learnings and things like um, augmented reality and virtual reality. Uh, virtual reality specifically these days, a uh, lot, lot of hype, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, areas where uh, the, the, the ink, so to speak, or the, the conversation exceeds what, what users are doing. But, uh, there's there's a time when you, you you need to have learning, even if all it does is put you in position to be better off uh, building moving forward. So um, you know, Ryan said uh, to reach audiences that ESPN wants to reach beyond the traditional uh, person who's going to sit back and watch on their HD TV. Uh, what he needs to do is understand um, what motivates a Snapchat user. Uh, what what um, how do I get into their world and bring them different value and and uh, as you see by ESPN on, on some of their bigger events they have 
multiple streams, multiple talent, uh, things like, you know, frankly, younger hosts talking to younger audiences. So really catering to the channel. Uh, and there are certain times that ESPN will, will build something and then uh, create enough interest that people will come. But I think what I learned more often was uh, going to where the audience audiences are um, is is the most uh, fruitful way to uh, you know to maximize uh, a rather a short term mm-hmm. effort rather than to take a longer term view of okay how am I going to get um, get people there? Absolutely, it's going to where the audience is. That seems to be the rule, and we do have to go to break for just a moment, Jeff. But listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back with some top tips from his book, The Art of Digital Persuasion, in just a moment. All right, guys, I want you to come up with an ad for a patented platform that lets you see any company's analytics accounts. I'm talking Amazon, Tesla, Netflix, etc. You know, see their sales and stats in real time. It's called Nacho Analytics. Tim? Nacho, regular analytics company. Charlotte? You can tap into analytics of major companies that don't want you to know how they're performing. Right. And you can also check the traffic and engagement for any influencer on any platform across all platforms. Tim? Okay, let us help you grow your business. Bailey? So it helps you jump ahead in the concept and development stages so you can build your product better and ahead of schedule. Absolutely. Nacho Analytics lets you see anyone's analytics in real time. Tim? You'll be wondering, where has this company been my whole life? Tim! Sorry. Sales, subscribers, and stats all in one place, and the data is totally anonymous. Holy guacamole, that's good stuff. Ah, now you have me making puns. Let Nacho Analytics level the playing field. What will you do when you can lift the curtain on the internet? NachoAnalytics.com Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries into the 2019 International Web Award Competition. Sign up now at www.webaward.org. Web Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Awards site. And the winners go to, well, you'll have to see for yourself. You can't win if you don't enter. Deadline for entries is May 31st, 2019. Go to webaward.org and sign up today. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we are back to the 
Global Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz, and my guest today, Jeff Hassan, strategist, marketing. Can I say ninja, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> no, but seriously, you've you've been there, you've done that, you've been out there for well, I've known you for a decade, but you've been out there much longer. You have your third book, and let's stay with threes. Threes is the magic number. Let's talk about three takeaways from your book because you know, the art of digital persuasion. It's all about how innovation and, and you know, evolution is impacting marketing, mm-hmm. impacting the customer journey. Let's talk about three ways innovation is doing exactly that. What do marketers need to maybe keep top of mind and prepare for? Because it's going to be inevitable. Yeah, uh, ha- happy to do that. Um, so the first one I'll point to is, uh, is the need to drive action. And... Uh, there are many cases where um, one will create a campaign um, and, and folks will, will look at it and, and they'll be passive. Um, there won't be a, a strong call to action. And, and what, um, what the smart marketers who I spoke to are doing is, is creating campaigns that produce involvement that uh, I, I, I heard from uh, Stacey Monero, the head of content at Twitter, um, she, she talked about these uh, brands like Heinz that are creating campaigns that allow users to literally create new products to come up with ingredients for new new uh, condiments or, or new uh, uh, burger uh, uh, ingredients. Mm-hmm. So uh, then you, you, you take that and you have um, uh, rewards that you can give folks. You have an ability to uh, enable sharing. Uh, because people want to talk about how creative they are and they want to share that with their friends. So the first, the first uh, tip would be create campaigns that make your users or your campaigns um, actionable. Uh, the second one is uh, to be realistic. Uh, I talked a little bit about this before, uh, but I'm, uh, I'm creating uh, some slides because I need to go talk about the findings of this book. And, and I have a picture of uh, somebody in flip-flops. And my point there was to don't think that you're going to climb a mountain with flip-flops. So <laughs> what you want to do is you want to be realistic. And, and from the very start, as we learned uh, many years ago, or I, did, I had in terms of uh, determine what a success metric is, um, be realistic in what it is that you can uh, achieve. Uh, ROI is different for different um, interfaces, for different uh, uh places uh, within this customer journey. So determine uh, what is a realistic goal. Um, Sell that into senior management um, so everybody understands what you're trying to do. Knock it out of the park and then you can go back to your uh, your executives and you can say uh, not only did we we do what we said we were going to do, but um, we exceeded that. And uh, the last one I'll point to is be human. Uh, And as much as we uh, are are getting uh, advantages or uh, getting a leg up with things like machine learning and artificial intelligence, there is a human element that is never going to go away. And I I learned this from Tom Kennan, who I think you know, uh, just a global strategist who used to be at Wonderman and one of the smart people Mm -hmm. I've known for about 15 years. But also... um, what is this human um, uh, element that is going to allow a user to feel uh, and, and, to, and to relate? Uh, and an example there is, uh, I don't know, Nike created this campaign that got a lot of attention. I'm not sure if you've seen it, called Breaking Two, 
which was a, a, a program for elite athletes to try to break a, the two-hour marathon mark. Uh, and this was a campaign that was primarily uh, uh, run on Twitter, or at least the, um, the, the Nike, uh, Nike attention was driven to Twitter. And you might say, uh, Jeff or Peggy have nothing to do with uh, trying to run a marathon in under two hours. But actually, the human insight was that we all are striving. We all have a two-hour marathon-type goal in our lives. It's probably not going to get put on those shoes and run at that distance. But uh, you know, maximizing human achievement is something that um, resonated back before these technologies existed, still resonate today. So the be human and understand the human elements that it takes to create uh, programs, even with this amazing technology, uh, is something that I heard from, um, from several folks who I talked to. It's interesting because uh, although we do need to be human, absolutely 100%, I'm also hearing that the irony might be that it's machine learning that helps us be human because there's a lot more data you have to sift through to really, truly be personal. So that might be a help there as well. And a help for me would be, Jeff, how do listeners keep in touch with you, stay up with your book? I think you have a dedicated webpage for this book and uh, something to share. I, I do. Uh, art of art of digital persuasion dot com. Uh, okay. Also, uh, as you know, Peggy, I'm very active uh, on Twitter. Uh, Jeff Hassan, uh, very simply at at Twitter. Um, and what you and I commonly do is we we talk about what something means to a marketer, as opposed to just be a, a you know a, a better RSS feed, because there's a lot of ways to get information. But uh, you know. Big shows are happening this spring. Google I/O and uh, and and Apple's WWDC. So these are going to be these these massive uh, hour and a half, two hour um, keynotes. But what do we do about those? So you know mm. what what I look to do there. Um, also on JeffHasson.com is to provide um, some answers to. So what are the ramifications for us as marketers? Hey, that's cool. So sort of like real time commentary to give us some context. Correct. Well, Exactly, and and Very cool. you know, we're we're busy. We try you and I both. We we try to be as uh, real time as possible. Um, some of the some of the biggest events, uh, you know, it, it is commentary that will happen uh, very quickly on Twitter and then uh, blowing it out. Uh, I, I've even written for you in the past about so what Absolutely. is something what does something mean, uh, and you know, doing that in the days ahead. Well, maybe what we might do, Jeff, is actually have you come back and share some of that commentary on the show after a big event. You come back, you know, you're timely, you're going to have the show right after, and we can talk about, you know, what went on to them. I think that's a, a great idea. In any case, I want to have you back. We do have to break for the moment, but I think you'll be a regular. And listeners, if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor in Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy, Peggy at mobilegroove.com, where you can also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And that, my friends, is a wrap of yet another episode of Mobile Presence. You can check out all the earlier episodes by going to webmasterradio.fm, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, Remember, every minute is mobile, perhaps also digital, Jeff. <laughs> so make every minute count. We'll see you soon.
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.